0: Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know a wee thing. So we really appreciate every single lesson that we get and we, we're doing our best to never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no sp- subscription. It's a one time thing, you can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never, not to monetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help we absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson every bit of feedback and everything going so if you want you'll find the link on our twitter it's pinned or on our link tree it should be in there too so it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash eaw podcast thank you and i hope you enjoy the podcast
1: Welcome to the Everton Me podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Lee and we're going to discuss our 1-1 one, one draw with Brighton yesterday afternoon. Um so Lee, you know, there's a lot of uh, debates all over the internet and, you know, with friends and family whatever as to whether this was, you know, a point gained or or two points lost. Um you know, before the game, you can say, you know, we're taking a draw or whatever the case may be, but as the game progresses, especially as we go a goal goal off and they get a man sent off then you're thinking, do you know what, we we should be getting we should be getting more out of this. But before are you are you happy with the point overall, mate, or do you think, you know, we, we should have definitely hung on?
2: Um I'm sorta fifty of fifty John because as we were just saying before we started there, I think the first twenty minutes of the first half wasn't great at all. Yeah. We slowly got into the game. Um at half time I'd have taken a point. Mm. But then they didn't, they didn't create much in the second half besides when they went a man down.
3: Yeah.
2: And even when we went one the look, they, they never looked. They didn't look threatening that much, really. We were quite mm. comfortably comfortable in defence. Yeah. Um, so on the basis of the last, like, 15 minutes, I think it's two points dropped. Mm. But when you look at the game as a whole and um, where they are compared to us... Yeah. No, it's, it's a hard one. I, I actually do think it's two point drops because of the situation within, are mm. We're not knowing what this appeal is going to bring to us. Yeah. You know, how close we are to 18th place in the league. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's two points drop, but it's not a massive disappointment. I'm not like yeah. fuming, frothing at the mouth. <laughs> I am disappointed, like, but
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, two points drop, but I can see the positives in the. In the disp- defensive display mm. and the togetherness that we showed throughout the game. So yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, when you look at the stats, if you just look at it on paper, you know Brighton battered us. As you know, as as you'd expect, he had a lot of the ball, sixty-five percent possession. You know, twenty-three shots on goal as well. Um, you know, a lot, plenty of passes. You know, five hundred and seventy-three passes to our two hundred and eighty uh, you know, they got in and around the box a lot more. They had a lot more expected goals and a lot more X G and, and all this type of stuff. So you you expect that, you expect them to have a lot of possession, but as you say, when you watch the game itself, um they were they they weren't at their best. And I, th- I think they were definitely as as the game went on, they were getting a bit nervy and they were just trying to throw everything at us and throw the kitchen sink at us and yeah, it just got down to the point where you're thinking, oh, we're going to Everton this, aren't we? Um, we've seen Decore come back into the lineup, uh, which was you a know, very nice little welcome addition back in there. And to be fair, he nearly scored a, a nice volley, like he scored this time last season, You know, when we played Brighton away. Um, McNeil had a really nice cross, and Decore was arriving at the back post, and he, he, he hits it first-time volley, and it was cleared off the line, so we were unlucky there. That was a really nice little chance. Even he couldn't believe it didn't go in. Um, but yeah, we started with Godfrey right back as well. What what's your thoughts on that? Mate, do you think he done all right?
2: I actually do think he done all right, but I think he was very lucky that um, Matoma wasn't playing. Mm, yeah. Um. And to be honest, out of the lineup, when I looked at the lineup, the only problem I had was the fact that you've got now. I don't. Particularly want to see Ashley Young at right back, but he's played mm. there a lot more than Ben Godfrey this yeah. season for Everton. You've got Seamus Coleman who's just come back, and Nathan Patterson. So we had mm. three right backs. Well, definitely two. Where that's their natural position. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's done all right. I mean, he made one or two cleanses. You know, them last minute, last ditch lunges that he likes to make at the, the last few weeks. Yeah. But. I'd, I'd love to, I don't know. I'd love to see him. If we win in this position, I'd love to see him get a crack at centre half, because I think yeah. he's got that bit of confidence back mm. that he didn't have when he first came back into the team. But left back or right back is not his natural position. I think if he's going to play him, but then it's who do you drop for centre yeah. half because them two have been. T- they don't deserve to be dropped either of them. They've been solid a pair of them all season. Yeah, But for me, yeah, that was my only issue. And then as the game wore on and when O'Nana came on, he has to start now. Mm. He, we had so much more control in that midfield in the second half when he came on. Yeah. um, I don't know what it is. It, it seems to be like, and I don't want to bring this up, John, because I know you're still fuming over it, but that missed penalty... Mm. Seems to have affected a lot more players besides the player that actually missed it. Yeah. Because he seems to, like he did at this stage last season, he's coming out of his shell again. Yeah. And he's expressing himself the way he, he picks the ball up on the half turn mm. in front of a very good Brighton press and he was still pinging the ball, yeah. you know, forward, sideways. Um, Yeah, for me now, I don't mind who we get stopped for, to be honest but he has to play for me if he's fit.
1: Yeah. He's well, got a lot of composure on the ball, which is nice to see. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, we, we started with James Garner and Idrissa Gay, um, and they both looked like they were just running around, chasing shadows, to be fair. They couldn't get near any of the Brighton players. Um, but then, you know, again, we, we kind of just... we our, our game was to sit back and try and hit them on the break, like it was last time. Um, but just going back to Godfrey there as well, I... I it says something to me when his best position, like I know you you disagree, and you've you just said there you'd like to see him center off. But he, those last ditch tackles that he's making, they look great when they came when they come off. Like I think it was Welbeck who had that chance early on, uh, and he, he just gets back to get the block and it goes out for a corner. But so you you can kind of afford to do that when you're left back or right back. But if you're center back mm-hmm. and you make that mistake and you have to rush back like that, I think it's too late. Like I, I don't think you you can. Afford to do that, so he's, he's great, and you know at, at doing those last ditch tackles and, and getting back, but he shouldn't have to get back. Do You know what I mean? He should he should just yeah. deal with it in, in the first instance. But I I don't. I mean, he's, he's a fantastic athlete. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a beast, isn't he? But it's his awareness. His awareness is shocking. As you said, he was he was lucky Matoma wasn't there. Like he he got absolutely rinsed. Um. Yeah. So I don't know what what it is with Godfrey, but he's never. He's never earned my trust. If that makes sense, yeah. just don't feel comfortable.
2: Well, I think I said it a few weeks, a few months ago. In an ideal world, with the age that Tarkovsky is now, he's not going to be around for the next six to seven years. Yeah. He will be your ideal replacement mm. for Tarkovsky to come in and next to Blanford. And you've got what what's got for you now, twenty three, twenty four. So twenty six years, you know. Twenty six is he fucking hell, yeah. old. <laughs> Yeah. Um but he's still got he's still got a lot of years left in the money, really. Mm. But I think at twenty-six and we're talking about well I've just mentioned it, we don't actually know his, his best position. That's worrying. Yeah. That's all right yeah. when you're the forward and you can play like across the f- across the forward line as a winger or as a striker. Mm. But when you're the defender and you're still at twenty-six, don't know yeah. your best position, and you're getting utilised in different positions across the defence. Mm. I mean it can be a yeah. good thing we have Phil Neville Phil Neville done it quite quite well for a long time at Everton played mm. left back well right back centre mid ball
1: I think, some people just have it like if they lack you know yeah. amount of pace or whatever like Coleman he, he just knows where to be at that exact precise moment and you know you, you can't teach that I, I don't think Godfrey will ever learn that and, and as soon as he starts to lose a bit of pace I, I don't think he's going to be very good at all, if I'm honest um, because you, you you can't teach that instinct you know what I mean, brantweight has got it and he's only 21, you know mm-hmm. just that ability of, of knowing where to be and you know, we, we spoke a few weeks back of Michael Keane and, and he scored an own goal, Michael Keane a while back and we were having that conversation about he needs to just take one step to the right, it's having that awareness and that positioning that Key and no Godfrey have um, and I don't think you can teach that in, as you get older to be honest so yeah I don't know I'd like to see him and Holgate be moved on if I'm honest they're both shit Um
2: no. <laughs> the less said about the less <laughs> yeah. about Holgate the better yeah,
3: yeah forget but about it I will
2: him. say the, um, the racist abuse that he suffered from Sheffield United fans was utterly mm. disgraceful yeah it there's need no need that. room for that so I no. hope he's doing alright and he hasn't took it to heart too much because, although I don't think he's good enough to play in the Premier League, mm. I still wouldn't subject him to that type of abuse. No, and definitely not. There's no, no need in society, let alone yeah. football for it. So, Yeah,
1: spot on, mate. Absolutely. Well said. Um, and then, you know, we get to about the 73rd or 74th minute and uh, we get the breakthrough. It was Pickford with a long free kick. And I think it was actually God for you headed it down, to be fair. Um and it falls to Brantwaite, he takes a, a good first touch with his right to control it, and then he slaps it in with his left across goal and it was a belter finish, mate. That was I don't know why our centre halves can finish better than our strikers, but
2: that was that was some finish that league. Yeah, it was. Well that's what Andrew said in our chat, he said if only our strikers had had the <laughs> centre arms touching the opposing box. I think I replied <laughs> with, unfortunately, our centre half don't have that type of touch in our own box. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, there's not really much more you can say about Bramford that we haven't said because mm. we all love him. Every Evertonian loves him. Um, he's been solid since he came in at the start of the season after the yep. first couple of games, mm. and he's chipped in with a couple of goals now over the last few, last couple of months as well. Yeah. Um, I just going away from the goals you just see his little um when we were winning one, his tackle yeah. on one of their one of their wingers, and he just stood there and put his chest out and like <laughs> Yeah, that, that shows like the type of character he is, as well as although he's very good on the ball and easy on the eye, mm. he's got that devil in him and he's got that shit out of you if you want. Yeah. Where he'll give it to an opposing player. Yeah, when he feels like he's getting the better of him and stuff like that. Mm. So, but yeah, um, going back to his goal, fuck, can I make Alan Shearer be, be, be doing proud of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, cultured finisher. that um, unreal mate.
1: Yeah, that's another 100 million on his balls, price tag.
2: Sorry, just going. We do love yep. them like diagonals. I mean, Tarkovsky one in the first half as well to Mikelenko.
3: Yeah,
2: and um, it was an absolute peach of a ball. Mm. And then Mikhalenko crosses in and dunk just gets there before Calvert-Lewin. But it's, it's definitely a ploy that they've obviously worked on in training yeah. because we try it about 10, 11 times a game. Yeah, so easily. Yeah, yeah,
1: it seems to be, yeah, aim it towards the back post and then nod it back across the yeah. goal for someone else. Yeah. it's uh, But yeah, incredible. It's another £100 million on his price tag there, Brantweed, easily. <laughs> Lovely.
2: What's that now, um, Four hundred mil? <laughs>
1: Yeah, at least. About, yeah, about 600. So, um, yeah, and then we get to the red card. Uh, Billy Gilmore, uh, he goes flying in on Onana. And I, I think, I don't know what it is, but I was looking at that th- thinking, I don't think that's a red really, because just purely because of the tackles that we've seen go against Everton in the last few years, and you're thinking, there's, we, there's, there's been some horrible ones. I can remember the one at Against Newcastle, where Anthony Gordon gets absolutely leathered on the touchline there, and you know nothing gets given, so you're thinking to yourself, the refs not going to give this surely, but he actually makes a sensible decision, sends him straight off. Um, I, I think that's a nice bit of refereeing that, and unfortunately they're not as consistent as that because if that that's the case, that's a good decision by anyone's means. Um. We just don't see it often enough, and, and and again, I'm watching it, thinking as as a Negatonian, watching it, going, this isn't even a red. This.
2: <laughs> no, I um, I think it was the only thing that annoyed me, and it wasn't even to do with our match. Is that word you just used, consistency? Because Harry Maguire only got yeah. a yellow card for a very very similar challenge. Mm. Um, yeah. So. You know, although it worked in our favour, this well, it didn't, we still drew the game, but we actually got a decision for us. It's the yeah. inconsistencies of the ref that. Mm. I mean, I've just been watching fucking the League Cup finals. Some of the decisions in that as well were not yeah. very good. Mm. They're, just, they're just simply not good enough. And as I say, it worked. You know, it, that certain decision went in our favour. Yes, it didn't help us get the results in the end. Yeah. But... They still need to be called out when they're making. Like, how can you look? How can one ref look at the tackle that like Gilmore made and yep. deem that a red card? But then the other ref in the United Fulham game looks at that Maguire tackle and doesn't yep. deem it as a red card. Mm. Yeah. Um, but luckily, O'Nana was all right. Um, he was able to carry on. And mm. I don't think Billy Gilmore is that type of player. It was just he was a bit slower, maybe because he'd been playing for the full match and O'Nana was yeah. fresh there and he just got mm. to the ball there. I don't think it was any intent to injure him or hurt him. I think mm. it was just as he missed times. Yeah. So Yeah, definitely. O'Nana has no repercussions off it and he's fit for the West mm. Ham game. Yeah. There's,
1: there's a lot of tackles like that going on, on, quite frequently, actually. I think it's because of his size and his stature. A lot of people just tend to kick the shit out of him, basically. Um. But, yeah, hopefully he's all right after that one. Um, but, yeah, and then we start to – we do this thing, you know, we do the Everton thing where we just sit back and, and drop deep and allow them to to to, to give us it, basically. <laughs> just bend us over, like, because we invited so much pressure um, and they battered us after that. And, and you're thinking, you know, it's a matter of time here. Yeah. Um, they had 10 men. They, I can never understand this. They had 10 men. Mentally, we've got the advantage over them there. We've got the scoreline advantage over them. You're thinking to yourself, any other team sees this out quite comfortably?
2: Why on earth do we just get absolutely battered after that? I've no idea. See, I'm not... I, I understand that, and it is frustrating. But we, we, we were defending like that when they had eleven. Um, what, what annoys me is like, the, the stick that Dice is getting I think is a little bit unjust... Because at the end of the day, if Beto puts that chance away mm. in like the 90th minute, it's game over, two nil. You know, and that's not on dice. Do you know what I mean? He can't, he can't literally physically put the ball in the back of the net for the lad, and he should be hitting the target. A lad who scored double figures in Syria for the last two years should mm. be at least hitting the target. But I do think it was a bit too defensive. Yeah. But I can understand because the position we're in, you know, then three points would have took us to within a point of forest, yeah. three ahead of Luton. Mm-hmm. And with our goal difference, I do understand it and I do understand the frustration of it as well because it was myself. Yeah. But I still think the players have got to take some responsibility mm-hmm. because we score one, even the Harrison chance when it was one-all... Mm. I mean, he's left-footed. Yeah. He should be at least hitting the target. He gets about five seconds on the ball. No one closes him down. Either Mm. put the ball on Beto's head or one of the fella's heads in the box, because there was plenty of players in the box. Yeah. Or bending in the top corner. Mm. For him to hit that, like, four yards wide of the post. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. So... A, a bit of it down to Dice's negative tactics, but mm. a good bit of it as well as down to our inefficiency in front of goal because we could have easily won that game at the end, 2-3-1, or three, one, really, yeah. with the chances we had when we were one the up and when it was one all. So, yeah. it is frustrating, but we move yeah. on. Yeah. We could do it a few more of them these points and a few more wins as well before we're safe. Yeah.
1: Jack Allison's got a bit of the Mardi Gras about him with his inconsistency. Uh,
2: And I thought he played well, actually. I thought he, you know, he he kept their midfielders and their wing-backs honest all game. Mm. Um, But, as I say, when when you're like, what, he wasn't just on the edge of the box... Yeah. you should be hitting the target you should be making the keeper make a save there at mm. least
1: yeah um, absolutely when you think about it you know they, they practice drills all week every day more or less and you know they, they pass you pass the ball into like a little small goal as well from a, you know about two yards in width so the accuracy so you, there's no excuse not to be hitting a big fucking target like an 18 you know, you know a big fucking goal like I don't know it. it it's another case of just lacking a bit of composure, and the more time he has on the ball, the, the worse he gets.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think because the player goes to go to go close him down, and he doesn't. And yeah. I think that's yeah. I think if the player went to close him down, he probably mm. would have got it on target because he wouldn't have had time to think.
1: Yeah. But yeah. weird one. Yeah. Just going back to to our wins and 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 that mate. So, obviously, we we won against. Palace in, in January there in, in the cup, but our last league win mate was against Burnley on the sixteenth of December there. Now that's a that's a long way. That that was just when we had that little run there of uh, about four games where we won where we won on the bounce. But sixteenth of December was our last league win. We have got a lot of draws since then. A couple of losses. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit worried. Like I really am. Um, just yeah, that's a long time to go without a win, like
2: no, it is. I, I do agree with you. I really do. Um, it's the only really positive for me is that we've played like Tottenham, City, played some tough away games and no one's really blew us away. Mm. Um, but sooner or later we're going to have to start and I think it's six, is it five draws and four defeats in the last nine? Yeah. We need to start making some of them draws mm. into and some of them losses into draws and some of the draws into wins. Yeah. But I've actually got because this was was his fiftieth game, and when yeah. you actually look at this, the last the second twenty five games mate, the the difference, and when you consider this is part of this nine game sequence, mm. so we've won eleven, drew eight seven defeats, 31 goals scored, 26 conceded and 11 clean sheets. And that involves the last nine games where we haven't won a game. Mm. So whilst it's it's really frustrating and annoying, you can I, I can see anyway and the stats are there that we have massively improved since the yeah. start of the season. Mm. And it is frustrating because of where we are in the league table. And as I said before, this appeal... Not knowing if we're getting any points back or whatever, what's going on. But I do think if we get good news this week, mate, we're back up that table. And I think yeah. the fan base will just be a, a lot more at ease. Mm. And it is annoying. It's part of the reason why I came off Twitter for a while and Facebook because I was just seeing it every day and I, I don't need it, yeah. to be honest. I mean, I love Everton. I really do. But I'm lucky now. Yeah, and I'm lucky that I've got other things in my life that I love more than football, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I understand not everyone's got that luxury that I have. But yeah. for me, mate, it was it, it gets too much sometimes. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this week we get some really good news. Or actually not even it doesn't even mean good we don't even need good news because I mm. still think we'll stay up without any points back. Yeah. But the fact that we don't know like we got told it was going to happen in the middle of February, and it's now what, yeah, are twenty fifth of February, and four mm. days left in February, and yeah. we still don't know. And I think that's what's, especially with the fan base, I think that's mm. what everyone on edge at the minute. Yeah, yeah, it's very nearly, so, isn't it? Yeah, so you know the last nine games haven't been good enough, but it hasn't been our worst run of nine games that I've I've ever seen. Yeah. We've took some fucking beatings over the last couple of years, mate, mm. by the likes of Watford and for teams that shouldn't really, yeah, you know, be able to lace our players' boots. No offense to any Watford fans, but mm. there's a reason why they're they're back in the Championship and we're still a Premier League team. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's I don't
3: know.
1: I mean, it's it's. Like Their goal yesterday was 90 plus 5 um, virtually the last kick of the game or last head of the game so they basically threw the kitchen sink at us um, and I'm waiting to see this yep, yeah, you can look at the stats and say we are definitely better than we were last season and Dice has definitely improved us defensively Um, and as you say no team is really coming and blowing us away at the moment but that little bit of backbone yesterday would have been nice just to just to say, do you know what, you can you can do what you want, like, but you're not getting past here at the moment because just a stupid goal, like, uh, you know, Beto. I think it was defending on in the left back position while Mikalenko was marking absolutely nobody in the box. Um, he doesn't need to do anything because the ball fl- gets floated over, so Beto gets turned into scrambled eggs on the on the edge of the box there. Ball floats over, and uh, Dunk powers a header in, out jumps Godfrey, um. But I think it's Onana that that is marking him at first, and then he he kind of gets caught napping and lets him drift himself in, in front of him, and then he just dunk, just powers the header in. But yeah, ninety plus five. Lewis Dunk was winning headers all day long for me yesterday. Um, bullied Calvert Lewin as well. But, yeah, it's just annoying. You know, it is just just like a bit of steel there, and just a bit of determination, and you know, a bit more leadership at the back to say, Do you know what, you, you're not you're not getting past here, like. So, yeah, for, for me, you know, you, you can say good points overall and Brighton had a very good team, but when your last win was the middle of December, we could have done with that. Like it, I, I don't like to look at games like, um, you know, saying, oh, I'd take a draw here or I'd take this. You have to adapt as games go on. And as this game went on, you, you, you're thinking to yourself, if you've got any steel about you or a, a mentality to improve moving forward, you have to be dealing with that and seeing that game out. and. Yeah, it's just very disappointing there. Um, but you know, you, we're, we're playing next West Ham next week, and then we've got United, and then the Shite in the Derby, and Bournemouth, which is always a tough game in Newcastle. There's some hard games coming up, lad. And if we don't win against West Ham next week, it, I don't know if we're going to win for another couple of weeks until we play Burnley in April.
2: Yeah, that that is the worry. But just to put a little bit of a positive spin on it, John, because I am. Normally, the yep. most positive person in our in our <laughs> chat. Um, we haven't won since December the sixteenth, as you said, and we're still not in the relegation zone.
3: Yeah,
2: do you know what I mean? Just we've been. About, deduct- yeah. I know. I know things aren't great, but we've been deducted ten points. Yeah, we haven't won for nine games, and yet we're still not in the relegation zone. Mm. Um, I do think we'll beat West Ham. Um, yeah, because I don't think there's a lot of. Um, A lot of them there, isn't it? Especially, I think Moyes came up and said that they've offered them a new contract, which I don't think went down too well with the West Ham fans. Yeah. Mm. Um, And West Ham are one of the few teams we've got a really, really good record Mm. against that Closon Park. I think we've got more wins against West Ham than we have against any other club in Premier League history. Mm. So, um, hopefully the lads turn up we finally find our proper shooting boots. Yeah. Because that is a major worry. As I say, defensively, I can't really knock the team or the individual Mm. players in the defence, but you know, games, clean sheets don't win your games. Scoring goals does. And we need to find our best shooting boots sooner or later. Because there will be a point when we do dip into that relegation zone. Mm. And then we will pan the players. Will panic then Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, yeah. So um, hopefully, Sat is it Saturday we played them? Uh, Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hope and our shooting boots for Saturday, and we go on a little run. Yeah. But, as you say, after that, Man United away, Liverpool at home, mm. Bournemouth away. Yeah. I mean, places that we don't notoriously do well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So
1: absolutely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I just hope we just go for it, I me, mean, because we know we know how West Ham are going to set up away from home. We know what Moyes does. Um, so yeah, just just don't be don't be scared. You know what I mean? Don't don't be sitting there defensive. It's a case of who's better defensively because it's it's going to be such a boring game. So we know how they're going to set up away from home. Just fucking go for it, like just just try and just yeah get lots of crosses in the box. You know, get lots of shots at the box. Just shoot on sight, and. Uh, yeah, just try and just try and go for it. Like it, it's a case of cancelling each other out, basically. Um yeah, we, we have to get something from next week, otherwise it's gonna be incredibly grim in the next couple of weeks there. But uh, Yeah, no,
2: I agree. We um I think we'll set up very similar. I think Godfrey might come out. Um and I just I basically mm. just ask one of the holding midfielders to stay where they are if you're going to play yeah. that 4 3 one that we've been playing. So, yeah. say it to Nane, let Garner get forward, box-to-box, box, Garner. And the four forward players, just say to them, only get back when like they're flooding on the counter-attack. they yeah. just go for it. But the majority of the time, we normally struggle when teams come and sit back at, a, at Goodison. So, that's one of Dice's big challenges with... The fixtures towards the end of the season, we've got favourable games at home. Mm-hmm. You know, we've still got to play Burnley, Sheffield United, and we've got to find a way to be able to break them type of teams down. Yeah, without giving up too much of the ball, and I think that's probably one of his biggest challenges, especially at home in the next coming months. As no, I say, a- hopefully this is the start of. Um, start of us starting to move up that table because it seems like forever I mean we'll still go if we got all 10 points back we'd still go 13th mm. which sounds mad because we've been saying that for the last fucking two months
1: <laughs> I'd still be worrying even, at, even if we were fucking 13th I'd still be worrying but um, yeah just before we go anyway Grey join joined in there just to give us your thoughts on on the game and obviously West Ham next week as well got a couple of tough fixtures coming up after West Ham Man United away Liverpool and then Bournemouth away Newcastle away all tough games like so give us your, your quick rundown
0: no well that's just and sorry to swing on here uh, like Melly Serres and a Reagan ball but um, <laughs> no well that's the thing there and Lee what Juice is there just rang my bell sir um, in a Tom and Jerry fashion go straight from your toes to your brain and in the worst possible fashion. We're thinking of how Dice needs to work out how you break down teams like Sheffield United. Yeah. It was fucking horrifying. Mm. This team and we had it out and it's been we we know it's been teeth fangs out and claws out in group chats inside me and Dave are currently going at it right now. I'm messaging on pro and anti Dyson, and what can be brought. And I am i I'm sorry, but I honestly believe that Sean Dyche is doing the best he can. He wants the best for us. He's passionate. I guarantee he's putting on the hours. He's doing all that and more. He really mm. is. But it's not good enough. It's really yeah. not. What I seen the other day, now everybody, I know for a fact, I haven't listened to any reactions or I haven't, I just went fuck off and just turned it over. I was really, Mm. really, and I know people will be saying if you're if you're expecting or if you're leaving Brighton with with a point, and you know you're conceding at the end of the game, you just sort of have to take it. And this, but it's just too it's too much for too long for me. It just really Mm. is. I'm a frustrated, Evertonian. Um, there's no creativity. I'm at the end of my tether again. We. I, I understand mm. these players. The players like Dwight they live stuff going on. Harrison is just like a, a two bob player where he just goes up and down. And look, wingers can be forgiven, but my Jesus Christ, they're creating nothing. Nothing enough. For heard Deish talking about they're getting balls in the box. You get the balls in the box, they absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, Calvert Lewin isn't playing in a style that we've that we've craved him to come back and play in. He, he's mm. not this. Fucking, six-yard six, a six yard box striker. He can play outside the box. We're not mm. playing the ball on them and getting players around them in the way that brings out his, his, his best best styles. We had this big discussion and I, I sent him my big petalant voice note, like I usually do after every game. Um, These boys describing it all, but like when Anna comes on and dominates in the midfield, why he's sitting on the bench, I don't know. I just don't get it because he's miles ahead of Ghana and Garner at the moment. Yeah. But he's still not doing anything. He's not breaking the lines. He's not mm. he's not playing on the edge. He, he's not doing anything. He's just there playing safe. You know, you've got Tarkovsky, Branthwaite, and Michaelenko playing really, really well at the moment. But these guys yep. are, I was a center half and I played with really good teams and I played with some really poor teams. And i tell you I'll I'll tell you this when you're a center half on, or even a fullback onto that cost where you know everything you're knocking away is coming back at you that yeah. is tiring that is tiring and that is fatiguing your body you can get through the 90 minutes mm-hmm. but it won't be long before our defence def- this this defence that we're all hanging our hat our coat on yep. breaks because they can only take so much when a midfield yep. isn't protecting them or doing enough or, or relieving that pressure you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it's just this the right back we're still going on about this right back situation Ben Goffrey's fucking shite. Ashley yep. Young's fucking shite. Seamus Coleman's too old. Nathan Patterson can't get a snuff on. At least he can develop. Ben Goffrey's not going to get any, any better there. Then there's Ashley yep. Young. Seamus Coleman's the best of them when he's 34.
3: Mm.
0: You know, it's terrifying. And Sean Dice is seeing this. I don't care how well someone's doing in training or how poor or if Nathan Patterson's his biggest clown or whatever. Yeah, It's your job to even manage him and don't just banish him. Encourage him, empower him, coach him. Look what you've done with Mikalenko, or did Mikalenko always have it? Maybe mm-hmm. he always had it because I don't believe he can bring players on. I really don't. Leave yeah. fuck off. Um <laughs> sorry is his hand up and he had two thumbs up there, but um, not fair <laughs> play. You know what? Good. And again, this is this is Dwight McNeil dessert. By all means I'll I'll, I'll eat it with a smile on my face, shitty grunt. Mikalenko has has evolved. He has. Still doesn't take away from the fact that he was fucking dire last year. but he, he, He's been fantastic. I don't worry about him. Lee was mm. the first to say the other day, again, look, looking at uh, Michaelenko, and uh, no, no no fear, no stress. Goes about his work. Brilliant. Yep. But there's no creativity. He's the, he's, on, on what he's doing, I can't even argue, because he is crossing the ball. Dave, I swear to God, Chicago Dave, when you're listening to this, just know that you're really annoying me with all these messages. Go away. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's hammering me with dice propaganda I swear to God I'm going to fucking throw this phone in the first thing but <laughs> but it's just not good enough there is no creativity there is no X Y Z factor there's not even an ABC factor there's mm-hmm. nothing Garner's going backwards I know in the last few weeks a lot of the, a lot of the Everton pods and stuff were saying he needs a break you know? and I was sort of saying he needs coached to yeah. myself I'm, I don't think he needs break. I think he needs freedom
3: mm-hmm. because
0: he's turning on there. A shackled looking player. Yep. No, I'm not I think he's much better than Tom Davies, but you think of the freedom, Tom Davies, just as an example in an Everton team of where we've seen it go. Do we want him to be the next Tom Davies? We seen mm. we seen James Garner playing with freedom when he got inside after being yep. shackled on the right, right of midfield. And I think mm. he was just told told what told go on and do what you can in the midfield and went down there and expressed himself. No, yeah. if he's like it's, don't do this but don't do that and the, he just looks shackled but if it's yeah. not working out Ghana will just be Ghana he's getting older but he'll tackle and he'll do very much well mm. he'll do as well as he can such slim pickings it's not good yeah. enough Better shite my yeah. god like I was saying <laughs> Dave was like oh those players are out there but when we were, I was giving off about and where Stella blackbook Black Book players, so love to fire that on sometimes for yours truly sitting there biting his nails, discussing habit like. But um <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, you know what they says was oh, they're out there, it's just hard to find. And I honestly I thought better was passing to them mm. because they get through on goal, and this is what I mean. It's like watching the fucking Mighty Ducks, <laughs> you know, oh it's Bazway he gets through and he Can do all this brilliant and then he fucking misses every time. Mm. But there's no no point being able to get through and get a yard of pace of someone if you're going to fucking hit rose. Ed, that's Bobby Zamora. Do you know what I mean? That's what we have <laughs> the Portuguese Bobby Zamora there. It looks like,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: Lee. had struck home because we do, don't we? No, we do. We no, really what do. I was going to
2: say to you, though,
0: um,
2: just touching on Calvert Lewin, I wouldn't mind. I mean, against West Ham playing better off-front, just because I thought Beto, although he missed that absolute, well, he should have hit the target when it was still 1-0. Mm. Um, he looked like he had a lot more space because of the defence was tired. You know, Calvert-Lewin, although he he wasn't great, he did run them into the ground. He'd yeah. he, he done a job on them, and it made oh, yeah. Beto... Yeah, he did, yeah. He did so, so my question to you is would you be willing to start Beto? Because I still think Calvert Lewin's better than Beto. Give Beto you know an hour, 70 minutes, and let mm. Calvert Lewin come on in the last 20, winning their yeah. balls, you know, running down running the channels like because he's just as quick as Beto and he's just as strong, really. He's got good strength. Mm. Calvert Lewin, it's not like he's a yard dog centre forward, he's not. Um
0: I would I would honestly give Tremedi a pint of boom yeah. semen and stab him in the back with like, I don't know, some sort of Tyrannosaurus Rex testosterone and just like <laughs> send him out there foaming at the mouth with five pre-workouts on him and just say, just fucking kill someone. Because honestly, I, I've not, <laughs> i not, I've, I just think Calvert-Lewin, he, he, I swear to God, it, it, it I don't know. He put his hand on like- I, I don't know. It's the complete opposite of, uh,
1: like an unreliable Range Rover with two hundred thousand miles on the clock.
0: Fantastic. He's uh, he's still a Range Rover, but he's burnt out. (laughs) He needs a new. I don't know. He's fucked. Like it really, really is. Yeah.
2: See, he needs a goal, but he needs a rest as well. I think. Yeah. Mentally more than physically, because he's obviously got his fitness back, and you know. play to Dice and you know the coaching team for getting him. To be able to play basically 20 games on the run. Mm. But the fact that he hasn't scored in them 20 games, that must be mentally so, so annoying for him because yeah. Yeah. when he, the, you know, the last three years before he got this injury two years ago, he was mm. scoring goals virtually every other week. If you look at his goal scoring, I, for I, the... I
1: disagree with that. I just think he had a nice little spell under Ancelotti and that's it.
2: No, but even, even the season before he got, I think the season before he got like, that was the first time he got into 16? double figures. Um then was
0: 16 Ancelotti right, in the league and 10 in the year before, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, something
2: like that, yeah. So he was starting to, he was building up to what he'd done under Ancelotti, I think.
0: I'm but, with Lee there. Yeah, I'm with Lee. I yeah. think, you look at, the way, look at the way he would cushion, when the balls were good enough, for Dominic Calvert Lewin, he was able to cushion them right on. He is always overstretching, overran the sad. No, he is not. I'm he, not wanting to admit it, but he's, he's not. He's not a elevator or the the They show actual, a, a real proper center forward. He, he's not like a Robbie Fowler that'll like wrap his foot around the ball and bring it in, and which is no or just goes to show you the lack of fucking Everton forwards that we've had or like a look. A, 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 you know, that they can wrap his foot around the ball lovely or Lukaku, you know, under Cooman. That just as soon as he got through, he no. knew he was scoring. Calvert Lewin will never have that price about him. I don't think he will. But do no. you think that Calvert Lewin on form maybe would throw a leg at something with confidence like that? That over that scissor kick at Arsenal. The like you, you look at even that Ancelotti season, pinpoint balls from a Charleston, yes, and whoever else. And he wasn't even, he wasn't even heading, he was just cushioning them in. It was like fucking. It's like belly button fluff, bonk straight on. It was majestic. And there's a way to play with that centre forward, and we're not playing with. It. And we no, can we're also, not. And Michaelenko, God love him, he's whipping balls in that box, as I was saying. But they're mm. aimless. Dwight McNee, yep. the Flair drop the shoulder and leave a man. Yeah. They're never in the right place. They've mm. go away. Um, he just he's trying to send them out. To be fair, I think rocks. there was
2: one one ball. And I, I, we've touched on it already from Michalenko where mm. Dunk just got his head. They, they're the type of balls that Calvert-Lewin needs where all he has to do is like slightly move his head, put no power on it. it. And just—and like the one ball that Michalenko put in, unfortunately, Dunk just got in front of him. Mm. But I think if Calvert-Lewin was confident and he'd had, say, four to five goals in his last 10, 11 games, he probably mm. gets
0: there ahead of him.
2: And
0: he that's why Godfrey needs, needs, needs a bit of a rest. Yeah. Did he skip into Godfrey yet? But mustn't lose now that header. He dunk? Yeah. Not a good yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We did, shit. mate. But I think it was Onana actually. There was Mark and Dunk at first, and then he kind of drifts away and lets lets him get in front of him, and then Godfrey just gets bullied for the header anyway. Um. But yeah. Shit, no, we we spoke about him and needing to be moved on or whatever. But um. I'll let What's your thoughts for for West Ham next week, right Because uh, we were saying before, it's it's a game of like just cancelling each other out. We know what Moyes is going to set up away from home, just fucking up the balls to go for it. Like
0: Nana and the field the right back. Oof, okay. I can see. I can
1: see that. Yeah.
0: Yes, is there, at least then you've got everybody at the back competent. Mm. This is not a. This isn't a god for you. I just. I don't want them there. Like even Coleman's a bit too old and he's fighting again the, the other day he's an <laughs> angry old man you know what I mean Garner's just going to be composed and I think he'll I think he would do well I've been crying for that now he's no well you clearly haven't shown by that but I was saying about it the other day in the chat and, and the game before when they were changing the team I think last week too or against Uh, Crystal Palace that was the yep. move I've seen as well so I, I would like to see that because if we're really that done and he doesn't really want to make subs, mm-hmm. then that's where you go with. Sorry, as much as I was saying, yeah, and I can see that happening, there'll be Calvert up top. The core age off, and you did see moments of them sort of gelling. You'd like to hope that this will bang them all a bit. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Tremetti on the bench. Beto can't keep coming on and missing setters like that. He just can't. So at the end of the day, as far as... as, far as I go again thirty fucking million. Well, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter mm. if we pay nothing this season; we still have to pay it. We've had our yeah. trousers well and truly pulled down again. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not go there early. I'm sorry. I know I see you're stretching. Um, oh
2: no, no! I actually agree with you on the better one. mate regardless of how you and no pay. Like
0: there's forty. There's forty two million in centre forwards in the last two years that are not fit for this league. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fucking shocking, like. That's horrendous.
2: I'm actually, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Mopai will be more suited to how we're playing at the minute than what Beto, especially if you're playing two up top, because you look at the way he's playing at Brentford, especially since Tony's come back. He's playing with that big target man, that big strong centre forward, and he's just able to go and do the little shit the stuff that he does and
0: pops up with a goal I think it's yeah. too fractured for him he only had that one game for us I think it was against Arsenal wasn't it where he, where he really showed what Mopay yeah. was about like really Um, yeah. I think that that really was fractured I'm not even going to go there but I would just say no on that but I'm not going to criticise you just say like I, I don't think so but fuck oh, you know like who else come like it's McNeil and Harrison McNeil's burnt out he's, mm-hmm. he's knackered Jim Juma's injured, injured as well. Misforty. is injured. Is Dobbin injured then as well? He was, I but think... I think it was only slightly. I think Dice basically said
2: that he was touch and go for the bench. So hopefully, mm-hmm. as long as he comes through training this week,
0: then he should be at least on the bench. Yeah, not going to play Realistically, let's face it, not going to play. So it's going to be Harrison, McNeil, Ghana, hopefully Onana in there, and then Garner right back. The rest of the lads at the back and Calverley and Decorey. Mm. There's no one else. See, I can't
2: else. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but putting Ghana right back does make sense because then you can bring you can bring on a natural right back. Mm. I mean we had three of them on the we had three of them on the bench yesterday and put Ghana back into midfield for the last twenty minutes. You can shuffle it around. And
0: winger. Why aren't we using Nathan Patterson as a makeshift right winger? Because if he can't be trusted at defense, why not play him in the wing? Because he's got pace and he can whip a fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. we've seen that a few times already, all right. haven't we? When he has got oh, forward. Well, so well, I, no one they work with on the wing. So it's not like um, oh, he's just the overlapping or cutting inside. He's not. He plays the chalk. Play yeah. the chalk him up a ball. The, mm-hmm. These are simple things that managers used to do and would do. Look at players like fucking Chris Sutton, Dave or Steve Watson, all these players that. That had to do a job somewhere else and ended up being fucking Swiss Army now Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. There's
0: no players. It's, fucking it's Joe madness. Linton at Newcastle now. Joe Linton too. Yeah. So yep. it's, I don't know why. Why not? Like, just why not? At least it's an another string in your bow instead of instead of a prospect. She it'll be like, It would be like remember, Seamus Coleman used to come on at right midfield.
1: Yeah.
0: Under Moyes, mm. That's
1: fuck off. <laughs> Lad, he was class right wing you could whip a ball in him Sadivi, with the one sock on fucking belt but
2: he did not put his socks on <laughs> you should love him Sidibe's left sock
1: yeah <laughs> so yeah it's, uh, got to try and mix it up for West Ham definitely um, but we're at home so I don't want to see any of this fucking inviting pressure shit we're at home we're at home be at home act like you're at home play like you're at home fucking dominate them. It's West Ham. It's West Ham. That normally means we
2: get beat though, John. <laughs> yeah, but lad,
1: we're getting beat anyway. Hey, guys,
0: what is it? Hold on a minute, hold on. I want to kick the fuck out of dice you second here. The more I'm thinking about this. <laughs> no, here we go. Lad, no, they haven't but, won a game did...
1: since the 16th of December.
0: I know, but no, but you're sitting and you're playing Ashley Young and Ben Godfrey ahead of this fucking kid on the right-hand side. That's fucking pathetic. That's fucking pathetic. Because... There is no more shelf life. Ben Garvey needs to go. He's fucking shit. He's not good enough. And honestly, if you think he's fucking good enough, you are cooked. You're absolutely cooked. You really are like in my mind because I see absolutely nothing from him. And I know there's apologists all over the show. There's a pile on this podcast and I just don't get it. Or really really don't that infuriates me. So you've got a player with no real Everton future there. Actually, if you're happy with that level of Everton, well you may just be getting ready for the fucking championship because it's it's pathetic, it's not good enough. And then you get Ashley Young in getting getting a start ahead of him too. And this is supposed to be all solidity and that's right hand sides fucking leaking like the right hand side of the fucking Titanic. You know what I mean? It's fucking shite. Like what what the fuck is he thinking? He's not good enough tactically he's not he's all this heart and desire but he has not got the ability. I am no. fully on board now. Just, as I say, because, oh, we'd be 13th in the league just because everybody else is fucking shite. And football is full of queens that take one knock and roll about and no one really tries because they're already millionaires but they're 20 years old. Let's yep. face it, the game's absolutely crap. I don't enjoy football. I'm only staying this because Everton and it's shit as well. Like, what the other oh, fuck? So he's <laughs> sitting there playing M2 who has no future at Everton when you have a kid that Bayern Munich wanted in January sitting there. Put him at right mid fucking field if he can't play right back, because then boys are still fucking causing goals. I don't know. It's just fucking mental. Maybe no, you're right. We were saying
1: before it's a good job Matoma didn't play because he'd have fucking rinsed. the like absolutely
0: yeah, it fucking turned him on He mm. him alive. Literally, but we were look. all excited because Matoma wasn't playing. The most happiest I've seen our group chat in weeks. That's fucking <laughs> boys
1: Yeah, it is, mate. It is it's depressing depressingly. Like. Um. Yeah. we i in the mood, Dig. No. 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 It's. Uh, I know what you're saying. Man. It's fucking shocking. I am. I. I've never liked Dice. Um. I think he's doing the best with what he's got, but at the same time, he's not helping himself. Sometimes, you've got to just try and. I don't know. Just fucking. You, you've got to fucking win that game. Yesterday, I don't care what anyone says. Ten men, ninety fucking is fifty. No, those
0: fucking shitty wee tires you get for a car do not exceed forty mile an hour when you <laughs> when you bust a tire. That's what yep. he is. That's He's what he a space is. Space
1: saver, fucking space I, saver.
0: I, it just looks ugly on the car, but it's there, and it's, it's still getting hitty work. It's getting us to where we need to go. But fuck me, it's it's just shit. Go and get a nice new wheel on the car and the said mm-hmm. hour. People are saying who else will come on and do a job and stuff. I'm too, I'm sorry, but you know, it's just just get someone with a bit of experience. Surely can't. I I can't. I can't do it. I, I fell asleep again the other day for ten minutes. <laughs> <From Long Road. laughs> you know what I mean? This is every game. It's shite. It's literally putting me to sleep. Yeah. Just, just to touch on
2: something before we go though. Um, I yep. don't. It wouldn't have mattered because Brighton scored in the ninety fifth minute. Where the fuck did they get nine minutes? Stop. It's time oh. from By the way. Yeah.
3: Because
2: the Billy Gilmore red cards. Got checked within 10 seconds. It was probably one of the fastest VAR decisions I've fucking seen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, both teams made a couple of shots, but Pickford, we weren't time wasting. No,
0: there no, was no compared to not worth nine minutes.
2: No. I, I literally but as soon as I nine minutes, I knew it was gonna finish one all. I knew they'd equalize.
0: Yeah. Why did we sit back? Did we go five at the back?
2: Um no.
0: But I think.
2: They put on
0: he put on young and he dropped on, because that's that's how you, that's how you, uh Ben Goffrey came inside. He changed the shape. Mm. That's why he was there for dunk. Why did he do that? Yep. Like that's what I mean. This is where he's inept. You're playing as ten, 10 man Brighton and you're you're a man up and you go five mm-hmm. at the back because yep. they're turning the screw. And you've yep. got players like, I got one, well, shame. like, and then, our players were already dead, in their feet too. And you're going to fucking just build a backline wall and just mm. hope that the water will crash off rock. That's mental. Yep. Like, and it says it all about that Dwight McNeil trying to stop Shane Ferguson, or Baldi. sorry, Evan Ferguson, Shane Ferguson. Trying to stop Evan Ferguson, uh, his shot. Was pathetic, burnt mm. out, seventy minutes. Yep. Absolutely woeful. Get some of them kids on. Get some of the wains on. Did you have to come to Philip Banks with? Yep. They're fucking Andy Lonergan on. You know, and he can run for ten minutes. <laughs> probably can't the bike fucking cop out, but still, probably blasting on G. But do yep. you know what I'm saying? Just yep. It's some it's some mad mad things. I get it, and you say, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking this, that, and the other." No, mate, you fucking cost us. You mm-hmm. let us sit back against the team, where they're we anchor man like we always talk about Gava be uh, Gava Gana G-a- G-a- being that pivot. Well, that he's their pivot. He likes to take that ball from the back line and move it into midfield. Mm. So, like they weren't losing anything going forward, but they they had cover missing, and we we sat back, and we fell on it. Yeah, just shocking, just absolutely shocking. The shot again, I was not even surprised. we're mm. we're depending on individual moments of brilliance and fantastic. Yep. By yep. uh, But that was a stunning goal. But again, there's no cohesion. There's no. There's no. Flare and build up and anything exciting. Go wow! There's mm. fuck all. It's individual moments of brilliance slash luck slash chance. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, is no cohesional no flare, um, it's just playmaking ability. There's no mm. build up like as a as I ranted that all day. Just apart from that goal against Newcastle, twenty two passes, twenty three, yeah. whatever it was. Um, the fact that we still ring on about that just says it all. It's embarrassing shit yep. it's fucking shite to be an Evertonian I'm sick of it I'm fucking sick of watching the same shite for seven shitty fucking seven fucking sick of waiting to see what's happening with the Premier League and you know, all this is just too much all the time mm. it's just the team's just dried up now yeah like i will not go any further and that's let's just dry and there's nothing happening
1: Yep, we it's, need to get points next week. We need three points against West Ham. Make us all feel better. Make Graham feel better. We'll be fine. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll wait and see next week what happens. But I if he doesn't. He's
0: been looking so that's all right. But hard not. It's going <laughs> <a clean side.
1: laughs> If he pulls a stunt like this next week against West Ham at home in front of our fans, I'll be calling for the dead next week. Yeah,
0: money. Well, I just have. I I I want to change. Yeah. On Is the still Actually, it was <laughs> we,
2: we can't afford to sack him <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to say away. it but it's got to be said we, need we, fucking if Harry, we didn't up, sign someone in, we didn't sign a single <laughs> player in January we haven't got the fucking money
1: yeah need a real wizard right alright boys appreciate your time <laughs> anyways and uh, on to West Ham next week
0: <laughs> sorry Dave. with the rants I fucking hate this shite <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: make us all feel better appreciate that boys, as always catch you in the next one Evan, we? Well that's it for this episode thank you for listening to the Evan, are podcast if you like what you've heard then please share it with all your blue friends and family and don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify it really does help us out as we build this thing up you can also catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss with us, you can reach us via email at eawpodcast at